What's going on, everybody? Welcome to What the Funcast, episode 91, recorded and released today, PlayStation Day, officially in the calendar, September 16th, 2020, our year from hell. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is the Hatted Man. <laughs> Liz, I'm just the Hatted Man, the Mad Hatter. Just say it. I know you want it to. No, it's the Hatted Man. It's like an offbeat, it's like, it's like the Mad Hatter you'd find at the flea market, the Hatted Man. <laughs> Dollar Store Mad Hatter. Dollar Store Mad Hatter. <sighs> Listen. All right, let's jump right into it. We got an action-packed episode, even though Omeda thinks that we're missing news. That's okay. I didn't say we're missing news. I just thought that we should have a well-rounded episode, but the meat and potatoes of it all is the PlayStation 5. It's like the meat, the potatoes, and like most of the broth. Like There's just a couple spices in there, too. <laughs> there's, this, there's like some salt and pepper on there. Right, some the paprika, salt and the remaining news. garlic powder, onion powder. Anyways. All right, you have done a lot more than I have this week. I don't really think I've done anything, which, I don't know, I'm still having... I'm like having, uh, I don't know, short-term memory loss here. Can't remember anything I did for the past week. So anyway, why don't you walk us through? What, what have you done? You watched Mulan finally? Yes. I watched Mulan finally. It was fine. <laughs> um, I didn't think it was. It was fine, or did you not like it? I didn't hate it. I'm very like middle ground, like two and a half out of five about it. Like neutral. I don't know. Like when you're answering those surveys, and it's like. Uh, I don't know, has no no response. That's me. I'm like, I don't know. It was what? fine. No response, please. Like, I didn't hate watching it. Like, I, I didn't, it wasn't like a waste of my time. Like, it was fun to watch, but it wasn't, I don't know. I feel like I, I had put a lot more faith into this being a much more exciting adaptation, considering that it wasn't going to be a musical. And I think this is the first of the live action. Well, I guess if you count Jungle Book, then no. But um, considering it's like one of the first kind of, princess so to speak she's not really a princess kind of movies um that was she's not a princess you she, gave me a look well, like she was no i mean she sits among the disney I, i'm pretty sure she's considered in the disney princess she line. yeah i think she's considered in yeah but in the movie she's not technically a princess but you know what i mean like of those movies like beauty and the beast aladdin and whatnot like and cinderella this was like not a musical and i don't know yeah, cinderella so I, wasn't a musical either i haven't seen cinderella <laughs> It's actually pretty good. The forgotten, forgotten underdog. It was true. I think it was like literally the first one that they made. Was it was? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like it was fine. I thought the the visual effects seemed really cheesy, and the editing seemed kind of cheesy. The script was kind of cheesy. Um, like, but it wasn't like terrible. I think it's worth the watch, but it's not worth paying the thirty dollars for. I would just wait until it's. If you haven't seen it yet, I would wait until it's released on Disney Plus. Um, normally as a free yeah thing. i would i would definitely agree with that and I, I think it was definitely enjoyable i don't know we really enjoyed it it was uh you know i don't know i wasn't i didn't go in with my um my oscars nomination clipboard so <laughs> i don't know i enjoyed it for what it was yeah it was it was fun it was it you know it was what it was yeah i'll i'll say aladdin was a lot more well a lot better a lot more exciting to watch i like Aladdin a lot more so yeah, but if you like compare it to The Lion King, I think it was much better than Lion King. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Lion King was, like, completely devoid of any emotion. <laughs> it was just sad. But he said it was devoid. It was. It was miserable. Anyways, besides Mulan, um, I have now officially finished Season 2 of Legend of Korra, so I'm a uh, good halfway through there, enjoying it so much so far. Um, played more Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, making significant progress, I hope, I think. I haven't checked my percentage of completion yet, but I hope to have it beaten sooner rather than later because I have a lot more games to play. I, like, have every time 
and we'll talk about all these like showcases and things that come up but every time i see them i'm like wow i need to update all my like games to playlist and my games playlist is pretty significant not that i'll ever play any of them anyways you know i gotta like sit down and really make a games to playlist because i think i've just got so many games to play that you forget what you beyond it's overwhelming yeah it's like okay what was i gonna play again exactly i've made like essentially a cue for myself of like I don't know, kind of like a, my Netflix list, but like of all these games that I like own, so I don't forget that I own them because a lot of times I'll like buy them on sale and then I won't remember that I even. I'll be like, do I actually own that? Who knows? Or like, what platform do I own it on? Because oh I'll think I don't own a game and then it turns out I do own it on like Wii U. And I'm like, who the hell? Why did I do that? But right, there's probably a good reason in the past. Well, we um, did play though together. We did play Ticket to Ride, which I don't know if we ever talked about on this show. I don't think I don't think we did. Maybe we did. I don't know. <laughs> control i think ride. for ticket to ride oh we did episode 89 oh okay well we played again it's a lot of fun <laughs> this time <laughs> second time around it is too. um yeah it's it's so it, i think we talked about how it's like crossplay on like steam and, and mobile and everything but at least on mobile it makes it look very confusing like in that you have to pay you know three dollars for every single expansion but if you buy one of them you get like almost all of them um so we got a bunch of a, a bunch of the expansions, I guess, for three extra dollars, bringing the total that we spent ten dollars, and it's absolutely worth it. I think it's a ton of fun, um, and it's really yeah. I didn't realize that either, though. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that it was only three dollars to get all those expansions. So yes, it was definitely cool. Definitely a uh, definitely good to um, to do. Yes, and but I think what we really need to play is Among Us because that's the new hot internet item like everyone's talking about there's all these memes about it like it kind of blew up it's a game from two years ago um but we really need to play it it's free on mobile i believe um and it's kind of like a mafia game like everyone's in a spaceship and there's like imposters and you have to weed out who the imposters are um so it seems like a lot of fun and it's free so there's literally no no harm in trying it out but the internet seems to love it so i think we should try it out so let me rock your world so if you look up a game called werewolves within on PSVR, it's essentially the same idea, and uh, but it's like online, and you play it in VR. And everyone plays cool. in VR. Uh, well, it's an online game, so yeah, technically everybody that's playing. Well, yeah, everyone has got to their have a headset PS on VR. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I, I hear you. Obviously, it's not something that like would be good for our friends because not everybody has PSVR. But just the, that idea has been reused so many times. Um, it's a good idea, and that's a, their games are a lot of fun. But yeah. I mean, anyway. Worlds Within has like a six out of ten on IGN, so I don't know, maybe. Yeah, but. I know there's a lot of people that like really enjoy it. Um, and then there's another. I thought there's another game. Anyways, well, you know what? Enough, enough babbling. Let's jump right into it. It is seven. <laughs> he said, in. "You know what?" Anyways, I don't <laughs> know. Speaking. I don't know anything about games. I don't know anything about games. But what I do know is that we have talked so long about PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X slash also the S. And we have talked and talked and talked. We don't have it. We haven't had a price. We haven't had a release date. We haven't had much detail. And now we finally know everything. Well, a lot about both systems. So we covered all the leaks. I think that was what last episode, episode ninety. Yes, we yes. we ran through all of the leaks with the Xbox Series S, which then turned out to be the leak of the Xbox Series X. Earlier this week, uh, the actual videos that were going to air announcing all of the like the fundamental announcements the, the the groundbreaking announcement with ea play joining game pass and all those announcements were supposed to come in this video uh the video leaked out in its entirety since it never came to fruition uh which was pretty much i think it was like the vp of marketing or a mar so someone someone prominent in xbox's marketing department 
was pretty much doing like a a walkthrough with Phil Spencer and some other folks going through talking about the Xbox Series S, talking about what it's capable of, uh, saying that it's, I guess it was like two times more powerful than the Xbox One X. So lots of detail. The video ended up leaking out online. It never, it never premiered in its entirety. It was just a series of tweets that replaced it with all the announcements, obviously um, being accelerated by the Brad Sam's leak on the Xbox Series S. So then Sony came out and said, hey, what was it, like Friday, Thursday? They're like, hey, we got an event coming up September 16th, PS5 Media Showcase. I want to say it was announced over the weekend because we were waiting on Thursday and Friday with Saturday? bated breath for something to happen. You're right. Nothing. Maybe it was like Saturday. Yeah. And then they okay. were like, okay, we'll do an event next week. We promise. I'm like, okay. Bet. Here yeah. we are. So, so of course, we freaked out. I freaked out. I'll, sp- I'll speak for myself. Ahmed, I'm sure, freaked out too. Uh, and then we knew that we would get all the details. And sure enough, we did. And... We'll get into it in a minute here. Well, a lot of minutes, but uh, a lot of information came out after the event, too, which is interesting. So, all right. So, let's get out of the way. PS5 is going to be $499 for the disc version and $399 for the digital version, launching November 12th, which is just two days after Xbox. I want to say I called it, but I don't remember what prices I set on this episode. (laughs) Specifically, so I think we pinned it in our Discord. Let me go look. Yeah, but that was just a few days ago. I feel like I've made different predictions at different times of my life. <laughs> like a month well, yeah, ago, so I was like, if oh, you guess, if you guess every price, then you're good, right? I just I've made all these predictions, but most recently I was thinking, like after the Xbox announcement specifically, I was like, it's going to be three or uh, four hundred, five hundred. Yes, I one hundred percent agree with you. So. I think that it, that Xbox forced them to go down. Like I, I was I was legitimately shocked to see that we had a four hundred dollar digital edition. Yeah. Um, but we know kind of the talk track behind that or the logic behind that, right? Where Sony's making more money off of any game that you buy on a digital edition is going into Sony's pocket. It's yes. not going into, you know, Amazon. I mean, they sell digital codes and stuff like that, but the bulk of the people are going to go into the PlayStation Store and buy their games straight from the PlayStation Store. So yeah. Digital codes are almost never discounted on, on third-party retailers. Um, it's very, very rare for them to be. I know you said like Walmart started matching their digital code prices, but I don't think that that's the standard. It might be in the future. Who knows? But um, digital codes are almost never discounted, so you're almost always getting a better deal because the PlayStation Store will have like its own little sales every once in a while. Um, right, and there's times that the PlayStation Store sale like the, the discount um the discounted prices will be matched by amazon and, and gamestop like that like if it's a big enough sale yeah they'll match their codes which like they do that a lot with nintendo yeah so but yeah it's they're getting a lot of their i mean it's it's awesome because you're getting a fully fully featured console for 400 dollars um as opposed to with the xbox series x you're getting a weaker one um so it's xbox exciting series to see. s s s i said s did I not? You said X. Oh, maybe you just heard it wrong. <laughs> I heard it with my I ears. You said it wrong. Anyways, um, so this is a super exciting event. They had a, their whole PS5 showcase today, and so I guess we can go through really quick like what they showed. It was only about 40 minutes. They showed a few games, and then at the end was the price, um, but I guess we've spoiled the best part of it, so you can leave. I'm kidding. Don't leave. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, like, don't leave, please. Please stay. All right, so presentation comes in hot with Final Fantasy 16 being announced. Um... I'm an idiot, and I don't know anything about Final Fantasy, and I was like, is this a remake, or is this a new entry? Completely new entry in the Final Fantasy series. Uh, no date given. Um, interestingly to note, this was shown on PS, or, sorry, on PC hardware that was emulating the PS5 environment, so I thought that was a weird choice. Like, I wonder why they just didn't show this footage on a dev kit. Um, 
but the rest of the show was all ps5 footage i just thought that was weird um but it is coming to pc as well as ps5 um but again no date so probably like i don't know 2023 <laughs> given how long it took honestly for Final that, that's Fantasy exactly what i was gonna say <laughs> like right so forever. the reason why the reason why this yeah, this was shown on pc hardware is is for that very reason because it is so far out i'd imagine this is probably gonna be like a 2022 game if anything yeah. it's i feel like it's gonna be even if it's announced to be 2022 it's gonna be delayed like these kind of games yeah. final fantasy games are like notorious for being delayed for years um, final fantasy 15 literally like never came out and then it finally came out it's like the uh it was like seeing the Loch Ness monster, seeing that game come out. But what's interesting to note here is that not only it's console exclusive, um, but I think that this would have been a bigger splash had this not leaked out a couple of days ago. Of there's rumblings that Final Fantasy 16 is going to be shown off at the PlayStation 5 event, and that kind of you know cat was out of the bag there. But still super exciting. Not a game for us, but for those that enjoy Final Fantasy, go off. Right coming um next up we got another look at spider-man miles morales i guess we got um a lot more gameplay this time because before we just had a teaser i don't think we ever had any gameplay um looks absolutely excellent i mean it looks uh, not that the original didn't look excellent it looks very similar to the original um but we obviously there's like ray tracing going on and, and there's a lot more happening on screen and um there's a whole sequence where the bridge is like breaking all these cars are falling and swinging around and it just looks really really good um this will be officially a launch game uh, coming to both PS4 and PS5, which is exciting. And we'll talk more about how that all works uh, a little bit later. Um, but just to continue going through the presentation here, we finally got an announcement of Hogwarts Legacy, which is exciting. The long, long rumored Harry Potter RPG is officially coming. It's cross-platform, I believe, on like basically every platform, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and X, um, and you PC. You said, hold on, you said cross-platform like... Like not cross-platform play, not cross-play, but I mean like um, available on all platforms. Sorry, gotcha. Bad gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Uh, available on all platforms, uh, including PC and Xbox and PlayStation. Um, coming twenty twenty one, looks pretty cool. I don't know. I think it looks good. I'm probably probably prob yeah. I, I was extremely it. hyped about this, and it's coming to pretty much every system you can imagine. It's coming to all the PlayStation console family members and all the Xbox console family members. So um, yes. I don't know. I thought this looked really good. I got super hyped. Good to see that Rocksteady is in fact working on a Harry Potter game. Uh, there was that leaked footage a while back, and then it just kind—they of, kind of went like radio silent, and we didn't hear anything about it. That yeah. was like literally hell long ago. Is do we know if this is going to be like an MMO of any sort, or is it just going to be like a single player kind of thing? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I I hope that it's single player. Me, selfish, but I have a feeling that because it's such a popular franchise people are going to want to play with their friends and they're going to have kind of like a marvel's avengers kind of um multiplayer aspect to it where there's like you know microtransactions and whatnot and that worries me but yeah i hope not so you know it's funny the lee terry potter game footage came out in let's see october 11th 2018 so this is two years later that we're now seeing that is something announced wild and it's still which fun. the leaked footage looks hella good that's I great i mean this really hyped for current this. trailer looks really good but i'm surprised like two years ago they had kind of like almost completed footage that's insane right or maybe it was meant to be like a, a current generation game and then they decided to push it out to next gen and that's where that footage is from 
Which is weird because if they're releasing it for if they're releasing it for all of the current systems already, like why push it out? Um, I don't know. To Sorry. increase fidelity. One quick thing, going back, it's not Rocksteady, it's Avalanche. Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't recognize Rocksteady's name being on the cover. Yeah, 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 no, it's not Rocksteady, sorry about that. I trusted you, and you betrayed yep, me. and I failed you. Wow, unbelievable. Anyways. That's okay. What, what, did, they, what did they announce at Ubisoft Forward, man? Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> I will tell you later. Um, Black Ops Cold War was next in the PlayStation 5 presentation. Um, it'll be obviously cross-platform. It is a launch title. Um, and the biggest announcement here is that there will be an alpha of the multiplayer available on PS4 exclusively um, this weekend, September 18th to the 20th. So if you're oh, that was this weekend. That yeah. didn't that didn't click in my brain. Yes, is this weekend uh, alpha of the new multiplayer. So that's exciting. Um, I'll give that a try, and then I'll be like, hmm, Call of Duty really isn't for me still, huh? <laughs> it always like looks cool and flashy, but yeah, it really isn't. It does. Um, it's like Reagan's in this one. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, the storyline's got to be pretty cool. And then it's going to be like an hour long. It's remember like, okay, Killzone 2? <laughs> Killzone 2. I was you like, ever play random- Killzone 2? No, but I was like randomly going through like biggest E3 announcements and biggest E3 fails and like went down a YouTube rabbit hole the other day. And it was like the Killzone 2 announcement because like, remember that whole controversy where the trailer was like, was an actual in-game footage, and everyone was like, this game sucks, and it apparently didn't do too well, but it looked cool in the trailer, and that's what I feel like COD is like, but I don't mm, know. They always I could tell you, well, I guess. I could tell you that, you know, I have never played a Killzone game. Neither have I, and I kind of forgot ever. it existed until that YouTube video came up. Um, anyways, uh, next up was Resident Evil 8 Village, and it looks really scary. Um, cross-platform, I believe. They didn't announce that it was a PS5 exclusive in any capacity. Um, coming 2021. No, yeah. yeah. Actually, so actually what's interesting about Resident Evil Village slash Resident Evil 8 is that there is rumor that they were having problems getting it to run on PS5 efficiently. Like it was it was running very well on Xbox Series X, but in the last showcase that they that they gave or that they showed, Resident Evil Village actually remember we were talking about it and it like looked choppy in the video and we're like, what the hell game is this? Like it looks janky. Like, oh maybe it's like a until dawn, and that turned out to be Resident Evil. And we're like, "What?" Like that looked like you could actually see the frame rate dropping in the, you know, of the trailer. I think I noticed that in this trailer today too. Like <laughs> there was one specific scene where it like kind of like was panning through something, and I was like, "That looks a little." I don't remember if it was for Resident Evil or if it was for another game, but I'm pretty sure it was Resident Evil. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Resident Evil. Yeah. So I, I think know. it happened to Final Fantasy a couple times too. Oh, I wasn't paying too much attention. I saw once I saw the emo hair, I was like, "This is Final Fantasy. I'm good." <laughs> um, Minimize the window, basically. Uh, I was working. I was busy. So um, that's coming 2021. Death Loop was next, which we already know about this. This was previously announced and has been delayed to Q2 2021, but it's also coming to PC apparently. Um, I don't know if we knew that before, but worth mentioning. Um, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition is coming to PS5 at launch digitally, um, and I guess it's just a remastered version. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm. I still don't know what this is, but it looks weird as hell. It's kind of like a side-scrolling, like, Lemmings-type game is what I, is what it looks like. I don't really know what's going on. Um, but it's PS5 and PC coming, apparently, according to... I, I don't know. I've been searching for five minutes to try to find where uh, or when it's coming out. Everything says 2020, but there's no confirmed actual date, so who knows if it actually comes out this year. Uh, five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach is uh, was announced this is the first announcement that we've seen for this game um no idea on what platform is coming i can only assume that it's coming to pc given that the finites of freddy's series originated on pc um but 
I have no idea if it's coming to Xbox or anything like that. No date given there. Um, and then finally, for the game's announcements, we got uh, another look at Demon Souls um, coming exclusively to PS5 at launch. So that was our game showcase. And then finally, they wrapped up the show before the pricing thing with the PlayStation Plus collection. Uh, or the announcement of the PlayStation Plus collection. So obviously with PlayStation Plus, every month you get free, um, you know, your two free games for the month. And then after that month, you can no longer redeem them or whatever. Um, so you kind of got to, you know, make sure to get in just like, you know, last month we got Fall Guys for free and now you have to buy it because uh, it is no longer August. So with the PlayStation Plus collection, they've announced 18 titles that will be available to all subscribers of PlayStation Plus to download. Um, a bunch of them are previously announced or were previously PlayStation Plus games, so they were already available to download through PlayStation Plus. Um, but now it seems like they're just going to be available forever. Um, and we'll see. I'm hoping that this list expands over time. And this is kind of, I'm assuming, their Game Pass Ultimate kind of competitor. So of the games announced, there are or they are God of War, Last of Us, Ma Wow, I can't speak. God of War. He said The Last of Us Smackers. <laughs> Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, Infamous Second Son, uh, The Last Guardian, Ratchet and Clank, Persona 5, Detroit Become Human, Bloodborne, Until Dawn, Batman Arkham Knight, Fallout 4, Day, uh, Battlefield 1, Days Gone, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy 15, uh, Mortal Kombat 10, and Resident Evil 7, which is an honestly really good lineup um, to all just be available for free. Uh, you know, obviously some of these games are a little older, like Last of Us for a PS3 era game, but um, all excellent games, to be honest, uh, and except for Until Dawn. Until Dawn can choke. <laughs> so, if so you're, uh, if you, if you are uh, paying attention, right, a lot of these are previously released PlayStation Plus games. So, I don't know. I think this is a great benefit. I, I know that there's a lot of criticism of like, oh, you could have gotten these for free on PlayStation Plus before if you redeemed over the past, I don't know, X number of years. But there are games in here like Persona 5, especially um, Final Fantasy 15, Resident Evil 7, Days Gone, especially two that have not been released on PlayStation Plus. Pretty before. sure Mortal Kombat so, hasn't been either. Because I would have redeemed yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Or Arkham Knight for that matter. Um, yeah. Or yeah. The Last Guardian, actually. Or yeah, they're, 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 yeah. There's a significant amount or, of games or God that of War. Free. Yeah, like, God, or God, God of War. War as well. Yeah, yeah. So a considerable amount of games, right? I mean, you know, maybe not, maybe you know, a quarter of them, maybe not half of them, but still, this is this is great, and this is like a day one. As soon as you boot up your PS5 and you have PlayStation Plus, boom, you can download these 18 games, which I think is pretty cool because then, you know, if you've got people that are buying, you know, it's like one of the, it's like that instant game collection that they gave a while while back. I think it was on PS3. Where you could download, I think it was like four games, like Little Big Planet was one of them, I think, and then I don't know a couple other games, and they they label like the instant game collection, where you buy your PS3 and then you all automatically have your instant game collection through PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So, is this a, a Game Pass Ultimate competitor? I would say hell no. I mean, it's just it's a totally different playing field. I think. Yeah. Um, you're talking about 18 titles versus over 100, and all the other benefits that come with PlayStation or uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, so I think it's a little. Uh, I think mean, it's a little skewed, but but anyway, is, I think it is nice way, if this is someone's like first foray into the PlayStation ecosystem. Like if this is their first console, if this is someone switching over from Xbox One, or you know, I don't know, like my nieces and nephews, this is gonna be like their first big console. Um, so I think this is a great way for them to like have access to all these games without having to worry about um, you know having a a PS4, or PS3, or whatever. Exactly. Um, so. For people that did not have the that didn't have the chance to experience the PlayStation Four titles uh, and and the 
just the huge, huge library that it has, I think this is great. Because, yes. I mean, you've got a little bit of everything here, right? You've got Uncharted 4. Now, the Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection is noticeably missing, but um, it's been offered for free so many times if you don't have it by now. Or, you know, if you're really a new person coming into it, then that's never had a, a PlayStation console before, then I understand. But I also feel like it's always on sale for, like, 10 bucks. Like it's Yeah, it, it is. Cheap. It so is. But you've got well like God of War. You've got Last of Us. You've got Ratchet and Clank. You've got Infamous. You've got The Last Guardian, Persona, Detroit. Just so many different types of games. And then you've got your Battlefield. If you want like a war type Call of Duty ish game, you've got Final Fantasy. If that's what you're into, you've got Resident Evil, which is a horror game. Um, yeah, Batman: Arkham Knight. RPG. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a. I think that there's a lot of thought that went into this list of games. So mm-hmm. I think this is super cool. It's really great for idiots like us to have like a million years of playstation plus so you know this is this is good yeah so what i do want to jump into is i want to talk about kind of like what i labeled here is the aftershocks of (laughs) what came after the announcements right so that we had the big game showcase or the media showcase whatever they called it ps5 showcase and there was a lot of questions so we left the showcase not knowing when the pre-orders were going to go up because microsoft explicitly said hey look september 22nd pre-orders going up Whereas Sony didn't really say anything. They said, hey, it's going to be $500 or $400. It releases November 12th. That's it. Well, they kind of did. So in the blog post that they posted right after the showcase, they said pre-orders will go up as early as tomorrow. And then, So I'm curious if that actually happened because Jeff Keighley came out and said, I'm hearing that pre-orders are starting tomorrow at select retailers. And then he, like, quote tweeted and was like, actually, I'm hearing that some retailers are going to actually put it up for pre-order today. So if you guys remember, I don't even know if we talked about it, actually. But Sony had done this like exclusive PlayStation pre-order thing where you were able to sign up for a chance to pre-order a PlayStation 5. And then I think we actually talked about it where the idea came around where, well, okay, is supply that constrained that they're going to limit the PS5 supply to only previously selected PSN members that are selected directly through Sony, that buy directly through Sony? Like, what does that look like? So that's obviously not the case. It's it's been going up at multiple retailers. So at this point, at the time of this recording, 10, 12 p.m. on Wednesday, uh, September 16th, it's gone up at every single retailer with the exception of Amazon.com. Um, GameStop in-store is pretty much sold out of their pre-orders. They went up at like 6.30 Eastern time. Um, and once people caught wind, they went, rushed, got their pre-orders in, and, and that was done. So the pre-order numbers are something interesting. Uh, which I guess we can go into real quick, and then we'll go into the other, the rest of the aftershocks. So, pre-order numbers from the GameStop employees started getting around, and the all-digital version, the $400 uh, version of the PS5, is supposedly very supply-constrained. Obviously, Sony is not going to say anything about that. There's an article that came out last night saying that Sony had to cut their PS5 production uh, because they couldn't yield uh, the quantities that they want that they were trying to, and whatever they're shipping them over uh airline uh delivery which is substantially more expensive than i guess the normal delivery methods that they use so they're they're doing all these different things to make sure that the ps5 launches on time that being said the launch numbers or the pre-order reserve numbers were starting to come out from gamestop which were saying okay yeah apparently my store got you know my store whoever people on the internet my store got 15 uh disc units and four digital units or it was always like almost 75% less, yeah. almost across the board. And then as Ahmed and I 
sat at our computers, us keyboard warriors, trying <laughs> to get our copies or get our systems. We went through and were watching. Sure enough, the all digital version was selling out almost instantly, whereas the disc-based version had a little bit of a, a time behind it. Not much. Every website crashed. Best Buy crashed. GameStop crashed. Uh, Walmart was the first one to go up. So it was a very interesting experience, as it always is. Thankfully, it wasn't a three in the morning, all the retailers go up like the switches were. Um, but, you know, so be it. Now, what's interesting and why I kind of stuttered before is because I'm seeing stuff being posted online that Sony is reaching out to people saying, you've either been selected or not selected to buy a PlayStation through them. Oh, they so are reaching out to people now. They are, as of as of minutes ago here. I just saw something pop up on my Twitter feed. Yeah, which check is my email. Like, yeah, which is, which is laughable because pre-orders are pretty much gone now at this point unless you want to pay $750 for a bunch of, you know, a system and a bunch of crap that you don't need from GameStop, which I think even those have sold out by now, mm-hmm. which is the GameStop specialty. I mean, when the Xbox 360 and PS3 first came out, they were selling, like, these bullshit HDTVs bundled with the systems just to, you know, capitalize on the fact that they have the systems available. I think that's why... Well, are those bundles always the disc version or the discless version? Uh, I have to look. Because I'm thinking, at least for the GameStop numbers, the reason that they have such low numbers is because they're reserving a bunch of, you know, a bunch of, I was going to say copies of the system, but not copies, a bunch of units uh, for these bundles because they know that they're, you know, the you know, limited stock that they have of the digital version where they like four at one store, that's going to sell out. And people are going to be like, oh, well, I need to get it. So I guess I'll just go for this $800 bundle that has a bunch of stuff that I don't need, like a TV or a headset or whatever the hell it is. They always like bundle like a gift card with it. Like they're just trying to get you to spend more money because they know that people are going to be, you know, frothing at the mouth to try to get these um, pre-orders secured. Uh, so I don't know. Right. It's crazy times. Crazy times out there. So the, the bundles that they had available at the time, so they had like a $880 bundle with the disc version where it came with 12 months PlayStation Plus, Destruction All-Stars. Um, Destruction All-Stars? Yes, Spider-Man Miles Morales and the headset and a charging kit, um, which, I mean, they're all like at least the official accessories. Like all this stuff is official from PlayStation, yeah. whereas they usually try to slide in like the Afterglow controller and like all this other nonsense that doesn't sell. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, hey, take this Fortnite plush, too, uh, for full price. Uh, Honestly, but think- that's what happened when I got my GameCube, my first console that I purchased with my own money. I got it from EB Games, and it was some like random-ass bundle, and I had like, a carrying case so I could carry mm. my GameCube like a backpack. It oh, was no. so dumb. It was, like, you got taken advantage of. I did. It was like play school color, too. Anyways. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, he's right. So the other stuff that came out of the PlayStation blog, a lot of good information. Well, a lot of information. Some of it good, some of it not so good. So games are officially $70 now. $69.99. As Ahmed said, read it and weep. Um, (laughs) But they also confirmed the launch lineup from Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios, which I don't know why you wouldn't release that in in the actual press conference because this is all, I'd say, fairly good news. I don't think this is the full launch lineup, though. There's no way that there's just going to be these six games on the shelf no 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 so there's gonna be third party this is just from sony Inter- interactive entertainment world yeah, yeah, yeah so these are just the games that sony is like the first party developer for so ash it's not i guess it's i know <laughs> i know <laughs> ahmed's like hmm. uh anyways know. it's just not an ex- oh maybe it is exciting who knows there's one I- exciting game for me at least go on okay all right you gonna let me talk or what no 
Okay. Uh, Interruption. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. <laughs> he can see the rage in my eyes. All right. So we've talked about this before. Astro's Playroom is going to be pre-installed on all PS5s. Uh, Demon Souls was confirmed to be a launch game uh, with a <laughs> suggested retail price of $69.99. Destruction All-Stars. This was the game that kind of looked like um, Twisted Metal, kind of, where I think there was like vehicles involved and there's a lot of like smashing things. Is this the one that's like kind of like Rocket League, but Rocket League meets Burnout? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. That's so, why. I don't know when you said Destruction All Stars earlier. I was like, what? Why? How I get yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's a weird name. It's a new IP. Yes. Uh, that's got a suggested retail price of $69.99. Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales, $49.99 retail price, uh, which kind of proves that this is going to be like a smaller Uncharted Lost Legacy type game. Um, then you could also get the Spider Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition. Which is at a suggested retail price of sixty nine ninety nine. That includes Spider Man Remastered. What Spider Man Remastered? You said. You say. <laughs> well, let's let's dump, jump jump into that from the PlayStation blog. Who says the remaster for the PS Five is no simple uprez? As many of the game's art assets have been completely updated to take advantage of the PlayStation 5's uh, console's power, horsepower. You'll see better looking characters with improved skin, eyes, hair, and facial animation, including our new next generation Peter Parker. You'll also see ray trace reflections and ambient shadows, improved lighting, more pedestrians and vehicles stretching further into the distance, and the same optional performance mode offered on Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, allowing you to finally play the game at a targeted 60 frames per second. Uh, we'll be supporting near-instant loading, 3D audio, and the dual senses, uh, DualSense controller's haptic feedback. Lastly, we're adding three new amazing, amazing new Spider-Man suits, new photo mode features, and even new trophies for those of you looking to platinum the game all over again. No! <laughs> Not yeah. Again. Yeah. So we're, I think we, we talked about this a little while ago. We're good here. I, we we both played. Well, I met platinum. I didn't get that far. I mean, I I beat the game, but I didn't platinum it. So I really enjoyed my time with Spider Man. I'm good not getting this. Um, you know, I I want to play Miles Morales. I'm not a big fan of replaying games, even though Spider Man was fantastic. I don't yes. think there's enough there for me to go back and play it again. Miles Morales will scratch that itch perfectly. So wait, here's something weird that I keep rereading just to make sure. So it says the same optional performance mode offered on Miles on Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, allowing you to finally play the game at a targeted 60 FPS. So does that mean that Miles Morales is going to run 4K 30 and not 60 unless you select this performance mode and then it runs at 60? I would assume so. Yes, but we should hmm. look that up. Because that's the same thing, like, even I think Horizon has, like, a performance versus a resolution mode, right? Yeah, but that's a versus, that's on PS4 versus PS4 Pro, not an entirely new console. Right, right, I right. would hope that the brand new console will be able to finally do 4K 60. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> you hate to see it. I mean, realistically... Hat, all you need is, like, the monocle, and then you'll be, like, detective. <laughs> this hat? Stop. Um, I mean, realistically... It's probably because they're using the same exact engine from the original game, and it's just a little, you know, not uprezzed, as they say, but uh, with better assets and whatnot. But um, I don't know. I'm hoping that we can stop with this nonsense of performance modes and just give me 60 FPS at 4K. Please. I agree with you 100%. And uh, not going to say it's happening, but it looks like the Sony PlayStation 5 may be going up for pre-order on Amazon shortly here. Demon <laughs> Souls was listed Internesting, which um, is uh, which is good stuff. Yes, and then the last game uh, off of the um, the last game of the launch lineup is Sackboy: A Big Adventure, which is US fifty nine ninety nine. 
suggested retail price. Um, Sackboy is the little big planet spinoff, right? Yes. 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 Okay. Cool. Um, and then <laughs> while I hear you clicking and going to Amazon, um, accessory pricing uh, has also been announced, obviously. So the DualSense wireless controller standalone will be $69.99, um, which I guess is, it sounds expensive, but the previous gen was, I want to say like 65 so it's really just $5 more, um, which is, I mean, it is what it is. They were always expensive. That's just how it is, unfortunately. Get a third It is only one. $5 more, but then people are like super pissed off about this, and I'm yeah, like, okay. I saw that, and I was like, the PS4, DualShock, look, DualShock 4 was not cheap. <laughs> like, the DualShock 4 65 MSRP was bullshit to be in with, in my opinion. But yes. Yes, I understand why people are upset, but that's like the same price as, uh, wasn't the Pro Controller when it launched for the Switch this price? I'm pretty sure it was. I want to say it was 60 like $59.99. I don't remember. No, because 59 is the discounted price. Uh, I'll look it up. Maybe. Um, but the thing with the controllers is, like, there really aren't that many co-op games or, or multiplayer, like, local multiplayer games on, on PlayStation. Like, I've only ever needed two controllers, and that's just because when one controller's battery dies, I could switch it out and have a freshly charged one. Like, I've never played with two PS5 controllers simultaneously on the same system except for, like, Dead or Alive with my nieces and nephews. Like, so, that I don't know. stupid free-to-play game that you always play. Yes, because it's fun. They love it. They're like, can we play that fighting game? And I was like, okay. Oh, no. Um, the Switch Pro Controller, by the way, MSRP is $69.99. Interesting. Okay, so it's the same thing. Um, the Pulse 3D wireless headset with 3D audio support, which is basically dollar store, Dolby Atmos. I mean, I'm sure it performs just as well. Um, and dual noise-canceling microphones will be US $99. $99. $99.99. Um, the HD camera. How many nines was that? <laughs> nines. There's a lot of nines. It's a hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> the HD camera is fifty nine ninety nine, which I guess this kind of replaces. Did they stop? When did they stop calling it the PlayStation Eye? It's just PlayStation Camera now, right? Just now, all of a sudden, they're like, it's no longer. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah, you're right. It's a PlayStation Eye was on PS3. Got it. Okay. Um, so I guess. It's weird, like they talk about, so in the description here it says, with dual 1080p lenses for gamers to broadcast themselves along with their epic gameplay moments. So it kind of sounds like they're advertising specifically for streamers rather than for VR. Um, so I wonder if, like how will that work with VR? Or will yeah, work? I uh, I don't know, Ahmed. So there's- Because the PSVR is supported on PS5. Well, right. So there's a couple things that have me scratching my head. There's that, and then there's backwards compatibility, which we'll get to in a minute. Why don't you round this out? We'll talk about that in a sec. Yes. The media remote to navigate movies and streaming services with ease is $29.99. Actually looks kind of nice. I might... Well, no. That, who am I kidding? I have my TV. Um, and then DualSense charging station, which is an official charging station. I don't think they've ever released an official one before. I think it's always been third parties that release like their charging stations. Um, but it's a little charging station to charge two remotes at the same time. It is $29.99. Um, and then this is the backwards compatibility part, if you want to. Yeah, so what I was going to say is what's interesting, right? There's like a dual lens on the HD camera, right? Where there's also dual lenses on the Sony camera that you use for your PlayStation VR. So I wonder if, you know, there's some compatibility there because I don't think that the Sony camera is anything special or the, the PlayStation camera that work, works on the PS4 today. Yeah, so, I guess I was imagining that it had more of like a connect-ish like ir things right. or something but i guess all it's really looking for is just the lights yeah so that, that's what i was looking at right because if you know i think there's a bunch of microphones on it but i don't even know based on the picture of the playstation camera uh for or the i guess what they call the hd camera 
now it doesn't look like there's anything different i, I don't know so it's it's interesting but I, I guess we'll see it doesn't say anything about having microphones on it just that it's uh it's a um, 1080p lenses to to broadcast so yeah. i don't know so we'll see so one of the frustrating pieces here is there's no talk about psvr compatibility they've said in the past that it's going to be compatible with the ps5 but nothing really confirming it we know that sony's vr division is incredibly successful uh so you would hope that the, what i'd imagine what's going to happen is they will probably announce the excuse me the psvr 2 probably early next year i'd say or maybe later this year after launch Pro probably early next year realistically um and then that's when they would talk about you know what's coming next but until then i'd imagine it'll all just be backwards compatible because I, I don't think we've seen anything about the back of the ps5 yet right like what connectors are there i i want to say we did in this video in the showcase today it spun around and i noticed specifically the power plug it looks like the same exact power plug that they've been using since ps3 which is great news because i have a ton of those i don't know why but i have so many of them so oh it's great <laughs> Um, but I'm surprised that they're able to run the system. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's different. It just looks very similar. Um, yeah. But I'm surprised that they're able. If it is the same, then I'm surprised that that's supplying enough power. Um, yeah. In the in the media remote, by the way, like the media remotes always look so nice, and then it's like, what's the know. point? Yeah. Like I get it when you're like when I watch DVDs or uh, Blu-rays on Xbox, it's annoying to have to wake up the controller. And so having a media remote for the Xbox would be nice, specifically for that reason. Um, but I don't know. I guess if I turn the PS5 into the new, like, this is where I watch my HD Blu-rays or whatever, then maybe it's worth it. I don't know. So you know it was interesting. They mentioned, like, in the description for the media remote, it's like, oh, like, navigate your movies and streaming services. So what does the launch of the PS5 look like? Does it have Disney Plus at launch? Does it have... Netflix, Hulu, everything that you would normally watch at I would launch. assume so. It's fun to assume, but I remember when, when Xbox couldn't even play Blu-rays at launch because the Blu-ray player wasn't there. Like, the Blu-ray player app wasn't ready. Oh, And well. that came <laughs> after the Xbox One launch. It, yeah, it's a mess. Well, that's because Xbox has to were... license that stuff. Sony, it's all in-house. Sony right. owns Blu-ray. Right, right, so right. I guess I'm assuming... Well, which is funny, because why didn't they put 4K Blu-ray on the PS4? Who knows? Well, yeah, and that's... Well, yeah. But so now moving into the backwards compatible thing, once again, not a single word about it. So uh, Jim Ryan did confirm that, quote, of the thousands of games tested for PS4 backwards compatibility, quote, 99% can be played on the next console. And that came from a Washington Post interview uh, that came out today. Yeah, I've, I've always had no kind of doubt that the only games that wouldn't be compatible are like really rare, like underground indie like not necessarily optimized games in general. Like I had, I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess can if you people, describe one of these underground games you're talking about? Like I wouldn't like know them. Like, games? like random games on like the PlayStation Store, like PSN or whatever. Like all of those random arcade games. Like maybe Dead or Alive won't work. That's a minor loss. It's okay. Um, you just said your niece and nephews are obsessed with it. They can play Mortal Kombat 10 now that it's free on PlayStation ah, Plus Collection. Ah, nice, nice. I they won't know the difference. Out. Yep. Um, they but won't yeah, know the like, difference? It's so much more gory? It is. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm not concerned with this at all, given, at least for me personally, the games that I play on PlayStation are almost always, like, the big first-party titles, and I think all of those are the probably the first ones that they tested. Um so I think it'll be fine. I don't think that this is cause for concern. 
So yeah, I, I agree with you. I, my my head's kind of at where the one percent is probably going to be like maybe those off weird, really strange games that for some reason just don't work or don't work well, or it's the yeah, games like, that require like some peripheral that is not supported. So also something that, like because yeah. the Dual Sense doesn't have a uh, gyroscope or accelerometer, does it? I don't know because I'm thinking games that, like. Because the DualShock 4 obviously has an accelerometer. No, rarely any games use it, but there are a few that do, and those probably won't be supported because they right. don't have like the tilt functionality, which is kind of crucial to the game. Um, but that was like I, Wipeout. Was that on PS3? What am I thinking of? <laughs> Remember that Wipeout? racing game? It's like F Zero but fake. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it Wipeout? Yeah, I think it's, it's called Wipeout. Wipeout. But was that on PS3 or was that on PS4? Because that uh, I remember on, it, that using there, the tilt control. It's like Wipeout Omega Collection, I think is what it's called. Yeah, it's on PS4. It's Yeah, no, that's what you're thinking of. Yeah. Wipeout, yeah, but the so like, E is, like, capitalized for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool and futuristic. Um, it was also free on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> it was also free. But, like, I imagine that probably wouldn't work with the new DualSense. Unless I'm wrong, maybe the DualSense does support Tilt. I don't think it does, though. I don't know. DualSense. Why are you looking controller. that up? On the topic of backwards compatibility, so upgradable PS4 versions are coming, and I met kind of alluded to this before. Uh, hidden within the PlayStation blog post, uh, I pulled out a quote straight from here, uh, straight from there that said, um, from PlayStation themselves, additionally, we know that the PS4 community will transition to PS5 at different times, and we're happy to announce the PS4 versions of some of our ex exclusives, Marvel, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Sackboy, Big Adventure, and Horizon Forbidden West will also launch on PS4. While these three games were designed to take advantage of PS5 and its unique next-gen features like the ultra-high-speed SSD and DualSense controller, PS4 owners will be able will also be able to enjoy these experiences when they launch. The PS4 digital versions of launch games include a free upgrade on both PlayStation 5 consoles, while the PS4 disc versions of these games include a free upgrade on the PS5 with Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive. So, Good news. The, um, the DualSense does have motion controls. Oh, that's good. I went on the whole tirade for nothing. But I am excited about the USB-C. I'm now looking up USB-C cables on Amazon. Um, yes, yes. Thank God the PlayStation will have his USB-C on it. Yes. It'll be nice to finally charge the controller while I'm sitting next to the plug with a USB cord on it. I just need to get longer ones. All my USB-C cords are like three feet. And I'm like, this is for ants. I need, I need <laughs> length. for ants? So going back um, yeah. to the PS4 versions uh, and that that little blurb there, so that's super interesting. Now there, those three games, which Horizon Forbidden West probably one of the biggest ones, that tells me that it's coming sooner rather than later. But it also kind of throws things out the window when you talk about PS5 exclusives, which is kind of disappointing because that's kind of what Sony was touting for a while. I mean, so. it's almost like they're delivering on the promise that Microsoft made and then threw away, like, the week later, where they were like, all, you know, first-party Microsoft games for the next two years into the Xbox Series X life cycle will be playable on Xbox One, and then they weren't. Um, but this is kind of, I guess, a convoluted way of doing it, because you buy the PS4 version, and then you get an upgrade to the PS5 version, versus kind of the same game just playing at different settings on two different consoles. Um with xbox at least so or maybe i don't know maybe that's not how smart delivery works maybe it is kind of the same idea um but you just have to maybe download a different version of the game but so the tricky this, part for nice. me is like let's say you're on a ps4 that automatically has a disk drive and then like, mm, i'm gonna upgrade to a ps5 but i only want the digital one and then you then get the you, digital version then you wouldn't get the ps5 version right 
Yeah. Which I think is just weird. It's gonna. It'll be very interesting. It's the same kind of behavior, or the same kind of thoughts we had when PS4 Pro and Xbox One X first came out, where it's like, okay, well, what is this half step? Like, how are we gonna have games that still run on the base system, but also the upgraded system? And it's you know yeah. a little weird. And but. they do just go, you get those like quality versus performance modes, which is which was fine for a half step, but is is still weird, I guess, for a different generation. But agreed. Miles Morales being kind of cross-generation in the sense that it's like, I don't know, I guess it's PlayStation's like Zelda, Twilight Princess, or even Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, but I guess Twilight Princess had a bigger generational leap than uh, than Breath of the Wild did. I think Wii U and Switch are very in line with in terms of capability. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think the digital version of the PS5 is worth it more so if this is your first entry into the PlayStation ecosystem as opposed to, um, you know, if you already own a bunch of games on PS4, specifically disc versions, I think the the PS5 disc version is the way to go. So we'll see what happens. We'll see which ones sell out, which, how the sales do, if this is artificial demand or supply, whatever. Yeah, so new systems always sell out, like without a doubt. I mean, they could have announced a $700 system and it still would have sold out, I think. Yeah, I think I mean just like in terms of which one will sell out quicker or which one will be harder to find. And it looks like it's going to be a digital version, but is that just because of they literally developed less or is it because it's more so in demand? Who knows? Right. So it's it's really interesting. Uh, they're just looking on Twitter right now. There are Best Buy's trending, GameStop is trending. Uh, and people are literally losing their minds trying to get a PS5. And it's going to happen again next week because Xbox pre-orders go up the 22nd. And you, was it you that mentioned that like Walmart is going to do a second wave of PS5 pre-orders on the 22nd or something like that? Yeah, I don't know if it was Walmart or if it was uh, GameStop that said that. But GameStop had mentioned some sort of second wave of pre-orders as well. So I guess maybe they're just going to see, see what happens. Stupid bundles don't sell. They're just going to take the back, take back the stock. Oh my god! Literally, um, which is which is just we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's uh, it'll certainly be interesting. I'm curious to see how the Series X sells versus the Series S. So, which one will sell out quicker? You know, how does that? What does that look like as yeah. they go up for pre-order? Now that the Series S is kind of almost competing with the all-digital PS5, which you know is a fully featured console as opposed to well, not that Series S is not fully featured, but not fully powerful. Uh, right. So we'll see. We'll see how the how the cookie crumbles. But all in all, very very exciting time to be a gamer. Um, you got the the new RTX cards coming out tomorrow. I can't wait to not sleep tonight so I can make sure I get one. Um, we got the PlayStation Five. We got the Xbox Series X. We got rumors of a Switch Pro coming. Not this year, but eventually. Very very exciting times. Yes, it, they are very exciting times indeed. All right. And you um, forgot about the boxes. Come on, man. We gotta do what? The boxes. Oh, I was going to move on. I didn't think you were serious. <laughs> so anyway, the, box are... the PS5 boxes were revealed, and Ahmed was talking about all this other bullshit news that he forgot the important news. So Yes, the important news, the box. The disc version is white, and the digital version is black. And that's about it. It has an 8K logo on the top, alongside the 4K uh, 120, I think that's what that says. Um, and then HDR logo, and that's really it. I mean, I guess the box looks nice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh my know. god. I think yes. the PlayStation the 500 million edition is my favorite. That one that one's a nice box. I still oh, have I, w- I wish we had a, a clear PS5 that'd be really cool. 
Ugh, I wish or we an, had. an Xbox One X or an Xbox Series X would be really cool. A clear Looking one? Yeah, that would be. Yeah. I think the PS5 should come out in a black version, but that's just me. Yeah. It's kind of like I, they will. With the Wii. It's inevitable. Because remember the Wii and all the launch materials, they showed off the black version, and then when it actually yes. launched, it was all white, and I'm like, wait, I wanted the black one. And they also showed that light on the disc tray, but it never lit up, like, unless you got, like, a notification. And yeah. there was rumor that you'd be able to light it up at, like, all times. Ugh, I wanted it to light up. It looks so good. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah, there was, like, there was, like, the, you could, like, send a message to yourself to get it to light up, but it was just... So it was just, like, hassle. blink. It wasn't, like, it didn't just stay on. Yeah. It, it was, was a total, total hassle to do it. And sending messages. I remember, like, I would send, <laughs> like, messages to random people. And it was like such a hassle typing with the little pointer, but it was cool at the time. It was 2005. It was. Um, it was very. It was Trey chic. indeed. All right, so we got, I guess, a hodgepodge of like random other news that's happened in the past week um, that I thought was important to mention for you, our fans who come to us, your trusted news source. But Paul was like, no. But it's fine. We'll talk about them now in the last less than seven minutes. Um, so we got uh, an update on the Apple. Apple. <laughs> The Apple. The Apple. The Apple versus Epic um, arguments. So obviously, if you haven't been following along, uh, they got, you know, Epic tried to put um, Fortnite V-Bucks at a discounted price in their store, and Apple was like, no, and they took down Fortnite, and then they took down and terminated uh, uh, Epic's developer account. Thankfully, this did not affect Unreal at all. So Unreal Engine and all the rest of, like, Epic's tools are totally safe. Um, so that's good. This mainly affected Epic Games. Um and they will not be able this is a new development now they will not be able to reapply for the apple developer program for at least one year um epic did file a pre preliminary injunction last week to overturn this ban assuming no changes it's unlikely fortnite returns to ios before august 2021 which is a big yikes all that so that they can get one extra dollar of profit on v bucks you hate to see it yeah so i mean drag them around and uh and make an example out of them right i mean I, I fully get it. They're looking to break down barriers, but they wanted to dig their heels in the ground. I thought the video that they made was cute based on Apple's original Macintosh promotion or commercial, excuse me. I thought it was a great idea. I thought it was cool. Uh, I thought it was bold. And now they need, you know, they needed to be ready for the repercussions. And here are the repercussions, and they're getting their asses handed to them. Yep. And Apple I is going to dig their heels into the ground because Apple's got big heels. Mm hmm. I don't think. For them to have expected Apple to, to change their mind, I don't know. I don't yeah. think happen. I wonder what's going to happen with Google. Well, I guess Google Play doesn't really matter because you can download Fortnite through any the other Galaxy store. store as well. Yeah, the Galaxy like, Store. And you could Directly from it. the website, yeah. Um, so it doesn't even matter. But interesting nonetheless. So if you have an iPhone, you're an avid Fortnite gamer, it's time to get an Xbox Series S, I guess. Yeah, um, truly. <laughs> right. I'm sure there's a lot of pissed off parents out there. There's got to be. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of kids that game on uh, on their phone. Yes. Or an iOS device. And they're like, well, now I have to get an Xbox. And kids are like, oh what? Gosh. Um, you have an then... Xbox at home. And it's their phone. <laughs> Xbox at home is the iPhone 7. Um, Ubisoft Forward happened earlier. No, last week. Um, late last week. And of the announcements, the two really big announcements are Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, was it the trilogy or wasn't it just the first game? I think it was just the first game. No, it's just Sands of Time. That's not yes. even the, that's not the first game. That's the uh Yes it is. Is the first game? Yeah, it oh, is. Of the trilogy, game. yeah. Um Prince Persia Sands of Time is getting remastered from the ground up. It looks great. 
Uh, I don't think we got a... Did we get a release date? 2021. January 21st, 2021. Perfect. Great. Um, coming out to Switch as well. That. It is a coming to Switch? Uh, we'll launch on PS4 and Xbox One and will also be playable on Xbox Series X and S and PS5 via backwards compatibility and PC via Epic Game Store, Ubisoft Store, and U- Uplay. It's not coming to Switch, no. Hmm. Anyways, when I'm spreading fake news, who had it up? I would have been hyped if it was coming to Switch. It would be the perfect Switch game. But um, you, know, you know who did it? Uh, yes. While Ubisoft hasn't officially announced the Nintendo Switch version, you can already pre-order it at GameStop. You can pre-order the Switch version, anyways. Though it's GameStop? slated for a later date. That, yes, that, that, that's that. GameStop's fake. Um, and then the other big announcement was, if I can find it in this list so I can talk more about it instead of making up lies. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game, complete edition. There we go. Um, it is the revives the classic beat 'em up about love and music and a 2D pixel art Toronto coming holiday 2020 for PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. Um, the online enabled re-release includes the original game as well as its original DLC and adds two uh, playable character, or which adds two playable characters as well as mini games, dodgeball, and PvP. I don't know. I've never played this original, but it looks cute and people um, are big fans of it. So exciting. Times. So a couple things on this. So this was a super super popular game when it came out. It had a cult following, just like the movie, and it is like a, a classic side-scrolling beat-em-up game. And what happened was it got delisted. So I forget what it was. It was copyright issues with music or whatever it was. But the game got delisted from all the stores, and it was like impossible to get a hold of because it was delisted. So now they've announced this new one, but they haven't announced any physical copies. So people are like very cautiously optimistic and hesitant to buy it. Because they're like, okay, well, it's just going to get delisted in a few years again because copyright issues don't just go away. They always crop back up again. So Interesting. Well, if there's a physical edition, you better buy it because then it's going to be worth millions of dollars later on. So who knows? Right. So invest now. Invest now. This is your official financial financial advice column. 877-CASH-NOW. Um, <laughs> call J.G. Wentworth. Finally. Um, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, a small update. So I think we talked about previously how we were disappointed that it wasn't like kind of a full remaster or any kind of up-resing or you know, any kind of enhancements to the game besides it being like widescreen supported um, for, for all three of the games. Um, it turns out it's actually emulated, which I thought was strange because usually emulators are on the hardware that you're playing on, um, not on the cartridge. But it turns out that the... Uh, Galaxy and Super Mario Sunshine are running on a Wii slash GameCube emulator because, again, the Wii could play GameCube games. It's very similar architecture. Um, and the uh, and Mario 64 is running on an N64 emulator. Um, so very interesting um, because if they have those emulators and they run these games well, maybe it's time to release N64 online a la NES online and Super Nintendo online, GameCube online. Who knows? Who's to say? Um, so there was somebody that found source code in the emulator that referred back to a bunch of other games like Mario Kart 64 like specifically a bunch of N64 games like Mario Kart 64 Kirby like I don't know there's a whole bunch of them I I have to pull up the tweet but yeah um suggesting that a Nintendo 64 online may be coming about uh but then somebody was like no this was pulled straight from like the Wii U where those were games that were compatible with the Wii U um N64 virtual console so who knows take with a grain of salt maybe just maybe the N64 online is going to happen. But I mean, if Virtual Console is already ready on Wii U, I feel like it's just a no-brainer at this point. Like, please, just give us the games. We want to play the old games. Right. Um, 
We keep complaining, yet I've like never played any of the old games. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I went, oh wow, NES Online, so cool, and I played like the first Mario one. It's just nice to know that they're there. Yes, it's very comforting. Um, two more things. Uh, Oculus Quest 2 was announced today. Um, which is the all-in-one VR headset does not require a PC. You just put it on and you can play games. Um, and it's available for a crazy price of $299. It's cheaper than the original Oculus Quest by $100, um, and you know improves on it in every way. I think they you know up the resolution and change kind of the, the layout and it looks a lot more comfortable and whatnot. Um, this is really cool if you're kind of looking for an entry-level uh, VR, and then. If you have a PC that's powerful enough to run um, kind of Oculus Rift games, which require a little more horsepower, you can get a uh, Oculus Link cable and just plug it into a USB port, um, and you know suddenly you have more powerful games on your face. Um, but it is portable and you know lasts two hours in a battery. So I don't know, super cool if you're into VR. Um, it seems to be a, a really cool entry point as opposed to you know Oculus Rift being five hundred dollars plus or Vive being like seven hundred dollars. Because um, it's all in one thing, you don't need any fancy cameras or any, you know, additional space to put those cameras. That was my issue with the original Rift that I got and returned promptly. Um, but yeah, that's cool. And then what's this last thing? The partner showcase. So there is a Nintendo Direct tomorrow. For those of you that oh. don't know, <laughs> now temper your expectations. It's one of those partner showcases. So it'll showcase uh, third-party games. Now, last time they did this, they did talk about uh, Cadence of Hyrule and some DLC for that, which was kind of cool. So. I don't know. We'll see. It is a mini, also. Yeah, yeah. All the partner showcases. It's like they showcase like three games essentially. Yes. Still cool. I don't know. I'll keep my ears open. My eyes. They'll both be open. (laughs) My ears. My eyes. My third eye. My soul. My chakras. Open. Your chakras. (laughs) Yeah, you got to keep them open. Got to keep them clear. All right. Chakra. You got to keep your chakras clear so you can get the pre-orders. Come on. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's the secret. He's like, oh, gotcha. yes. Yeah, of course. I see. All right. Well, this has I been... I see you with my chakras. <laughs> Paul? Kill you. Um, this has I'm been another riveting just... episode of What the Fun Cast. Thank you trying all to talk like in. the cool kids, man. Leave me Paul, alone. you're not a cool kid. You never wow. will be. As long as you're on this podcast, you can't be a cool kid. <sighs> the disdain. It's I'm disgusting. also not a cool kid. I'm dragging myself in this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ahmed is trying to wrap up, and I just keep interrupting him. So... <laughs> Yes, this has been episode 91. Go pre-order your PS5s. If you haven't already, then I don't know. I guess you're out of luck. Figure it out. Yeah, Go I, on Twitter. Nothing to say Twitter's, there. Twitter's a good source of finding out when the pre-orders are coming up. Um, right? But yeah. Thank you all for loon- looning in. Tuning in. I'm going Looney Tunes, I guess. Um, thanks all for tuning in, and we will chat with you next week with... I don't know. I guess there's nothing... Last week, it was like, oh, we're going to come in with the prices next week. And we did. Now, we'll see. Maybe something will happen. Who knows? It's more exciting. Maybe we'll dance. <laughs> Maybe we'll shout. <laughs> All right. Anyways, this, this is, is Paul uh, Ahmed. Oh, what? <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Just a couple times been... you stole mine. So every once in a while, I like to threaten you a little bit. Keep on your <sighs> toes. It's fine. I'm always on my toes. This has been episode 91 of What the Fun Cast. This is Paul Ahmed signing off. Peace.